The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and he will repay all according to his conduct. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. One day a man came to confession. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. My sin is serious. I have a terrible problem with pride, vanity. The priest asked the man what exactly he meant. The man explained, well, Father, the worst part of it is every morning I stand in front of the mirror. I look at myself, I stare, and I keep telling myself how good I look, beautiful, handsome. The priest responded, don't worry, that's not a sin, it's a big mistake. (laughs) Well, people make mistakes when looking at Christ. Our Lord has many faces depending on how one wants him to appear. Many people look at Christ to see what they want to see. His own disciples did the same thing. Some of them saw Christ as the future conqueror of the Romans, putting the Jews in charge of their own lives again. Some were attracted, saw him because of his charismatic personality. A couple of the apostles saw him as the great 
miracle worker. In last week's gospel, Peter is called the rock on which Christ will build his church. Now this week, Peter hears that Jesus is heading up to Jerusalem so that he can suffer and be killed. The rock crumbles. This is not the Savior Peter wants to see. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. Christians know what Christ taught, but many Christians think he needs to update his thinking, get with the times, or they assume he wasn't serious when he said it. The politicians will all try to get their own version of Christ on their campaign bandwagon. Watch and see. You know, the French philosopher Voltaire said, in the beginning, God created man in his own image. And man has been trying to repay the favor ever since. But we all do it from time to time. Give Jesus a makeover. We need the real Christ. We must follow the complete Christ, not just the part of him we like. The full Christ is when we know him as a friend and as a threat. He is both. Our our Lord, like any real friend, will challenge us. He confronts our selfishness. He makes us question our values. He can make us feel uneasy. But we don't want that. No, we love the theme of that old familiar hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. It's what megachurch or television preachers sell, the health and wealth gospel. Friends, just accept Jesus into your life Everything will go your way. Your friend Jesus is going to make you healthy and wealthy. And don't forget to share some of that wealth with us, dear friends. Of course we have a friend in Jesus. Yes, he comforts us. But like any true friend, he will also challenge us when we need it. Yet we still prefer him to be non-threatening. If we come to Mass each weekend just so we can feel good about ourselves, something is missing. What our Lord said to Peter in the Gospel upset Peter. And from time to time, the Gospel ought to upset us. Christ is the true friend who confronts us with the truth. That's the real Jesus. Following a a false Christ takes us down the wrong path. The phony version takes the easy way. The way of the authentic Christ is the cross. If we don't embrace the cross, we are on the wrong road. When our Lord mentions his own own suffering, Peter objects. And then, what's worse, Jesus goes on to say that the cross is not only for him, It's for all of his followers. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. 
And so if we think we can follow Christ without taking some heat for saying or doing the right things, we are mistaken. We need to think big picture, long term. You know, St. Francis Xavier, the patron of, patron of our archdiocese, met St. Ignatius Loyola at the university in Paris. Francis was captivated by the words Ignatius repeated over and over from today's gospel. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Eternal life, long-term goal. But it comes with a cost. The cross of living a good life based on the clear teaching of Christ, not some watered-down version. Ah, just be a nice person. No, there is more than that. The cross of Christ is not gold-plated jewelry. Our Lord's real cross will lead us to our final destination. So if we look in the mirror every morning to admire how great we are, we are fooling ourselves. And if we look at the face of Christ, thinking how easy he makes our lives, then we are fooling ourselves again. People want a Jesus who just makes them feel good. But Christ is a best friend who loves us enough to confront us with truth, even when it's hard to take. We don't follow Christ because he makes life easy. We follow him because we believe there is no other Christ to follow. He embraced his cross. So do we. He gained eternal glory. So will we. And if we find some Savior who does not lead us that way, then it's the wrong one. It's a mistake. It's a big mistake. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father, 